0: Us uh, for the Well Conference, Amen. And, and if you're new here, we we welcome you here, and we also invite you to come and be part of what God's going to be doing on the 25th, 26th, and 27th, Amen. Uh, at our conference, Amen. Uh, uh, after much prayer, and uh, we have made a decision that we're going to go ahead with our conference this year, Amen. It's going to be a little uh, scaled down a little bit, Amen. We're not renting a place or anything like that, but I, I believe that we. It's important for us to gather, Amen, on this important theme of victory amen victory amen somebody say victory come on somebody say victory hallelujah praise the lord when you when you say victory you gotta you gotta mean it you know if you say victory you really don't have victory but when you shout it come on somebody when you can shout victory then there's victory inside of you amen something you got to understand i want to minister on something that will connect us with victory amen Uh, something that we need to be connected again as a people and as a church, and I want to minister on a message I entitled Worshiping with Understanding. Worshiping with Understanding. Amen. We here at PCLV, amen, we, our, our name is PCLV, and of course, we, we have abbreviated the actual name, amen. But we need to understand again of who we are. Come on, uh, we have to understand that uh, we are identified, amen, as Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. That is what PCLV means, amen. The name Praise Chapel was birthed by the Holy Spirit to our fellowship. It was a name that was given to us by the Holy Spirit, amen. We are a church that is known by the way we worship and praise God. Listen, worship is not something that we do. Worship is who we are. Come on, somebody. Amen. And so when we become a people of worship, It connects us to victory. When you have victory in your spirit, amen, somebody has a shout. Come on. When you have victory in your spirit, uh, there's a song that's birthed inside of you, amen. uh. When you have victory, you even dance. Hallelujah. Come on. There is a dance step in all of us, amen. uh. You know, if I can just pan around during worship, there are different movements that happen. When worship comes, amen, there's shout, there's hops. Some of you guys get a little fancy with shoulders, amen. Some of you just apparently just jump, amen. Some spin, amen. But something happens because there's something inside your spirit that causes you to do that. In Psalms 47, David talks about worship. But he makes a very interesting statement about worshiping. I want you to turn to the book of Psalms 47, verse 7, amen, and it will be on the screen, amen. But it says this, for God is the king of all the earth. Somebody say, he's the king. He's the king of all the earth. Sing praises, listen, with understanding. David says to sing with understanding to who you are singing to. See, we have to understand who we're singing to. And when it, when you start to understand that, church, it connects us to victory. Because our theme scripture for the year is that he is victorious in battle. Hallelujah. He is the one who saves you. Amen. He is the one that heals you, delivers you, comforts you, restores you. Come on. He loved you even before you loved him. This is who we are, church. We worship, amen. And he is worthy. Can somebody say he's worthy? He is worthy of all praise because why? He is the king of all the earth. But let's look at some things this morning, amen, or this afternoon. Let's look at the the heart conviction of worship. The heart conviction of worship. In other words... Let's check our hearts in the area of worship. There is something that we need to embrace concerning worship. Listen, if we as God's people would put worship in the center of our lives, if we would just take time to entertain his presence, amen, I believe that the glory of the Lord will fill this house. I don't know about you, but I felt some glory this morning. Come on. Come on. How many felt some glory in this place? Amen. There was a sweet aroma. Amen. There was something. I was like, God, this is what we want. This is what we need to contend for as a church. This is what we need to contend for as for PCLV. We need to get it back into the presence of God. We need to entertain his presence. And I believe that he wants to fill this house. Amen. Because his presence will cause a shift in the atmosphere. Come on, you can walk in this place, amen, and the presence of God is in this place. It can be so thick that you can walk in not feeling good, but all of a sudden you step into the presence of God, and all of a sudden something starts to loosen up in your body, amen, something starts to happen, amen, and now you're no longer sad, but now you get a little glad, hallelujah, now you got a little wave, now you you even participate in clap, hallelujah. When you made up your mind, I'm not clapping today. Something happens in the presence of God. God reminds us of who we are and what he does. He puts a a song inside of us. We sing the songs and we can look at the song or the words on the monitors and all of a sudden you're reminded of how good he is. And something starts to birth inside. That storm, church, that's been spoken over this house will be released when we tap into that presence. Because it's not a, that we, we follow a certain format, church. It's because our worship is personal conviction of our hearts. We're not copying anybody, but we have to understand. we got to have understanding, and we have to have faith of desiring to worship God. I don't know about you, but I wake up in the morning before service or on a Wednesday night, amen, I can't wait to worship God. I mean, that, that has to be in our spirit, amen. And you know what? We can't get be late. Come on. We, I want to worship God. I, I don't want to miss the first song. I don't want to miss the second song. I don't want to get in there on the last song. Come on, somebody. I want to worship God. Something has to happen. And so we got to understand that we have to have a desire to worship God. Singing praises to the king of all the earth. See, we're not simply putting our praise on, but we are putting our understanding on to praise. Did you get that? We're not simply putting our praise on, but we are putting our understanding on to praise. Worship is the heart of our service, church. It's not something that we do, a small part that we do in the beginning of our service. Amen. It's not just to get people to get up and stand up and raise their hands or clap their hands. Amen. And it's definitely something that, that it's not a time killer for those that are late. Come on, don't look at them right now. It is our heart's commission, listen, from the Holy Spirit, that we be worshipers, of the living God. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says. But you are a chosen generation. Somebody say I'm chosen. Come on. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. His own special people. That you may proclaim the praises. Uh, uh, come on. The, the praises of him. The king of all the earth. Who called you out of darkness. Come on somebody. Anybody call out of darkness in this place? Called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I don't know about you, but when he found me, amen, when I gave my life to the Lord uh, over 25 years ago, amen, he called me from a very dark place. How many know that we're in a dark place right now, church, as a nation? And he's calling us back into this marvelous light that we can proclaim praises. Listen, church, to him. Come on, no pandemic, no virus should take away our praise. Come on, we should be people of praise, amen, people of worship, amen. Uh, come on, that this, this, this what's going on in our nation should not steal your song. You got to get your song, amen. Come on, some of you need to get your groove back, hallelujah. Come on, come on, some of you guys have lost how to worship. Like you, you, you clap off beat, hallelujah. We got to have training, no, no, like this. You know, we're like, <laughs> we've lost it. And we need to get back in the presence of God in me, because when you have the presence of God, there is there there is some there is some soul in you, Amen. There is a beat inside of you, Amen. Something just takes over. Come on, we need to come on, start to praise Him, Amen, because He called you out of darkness into His marvelous light, and we should sing praises unto the King. Let me tell you, that would turn your frown into a smile. I know some of you guys are smiling. I don't see them, but I'm can. i I'm sensing there's a smile underneath that mask. Listen, church, a person, listen, will not reach total deliverance or their destiny in God without being a true worshiper of God. You, you understand that? You will not reach your potential in God. You will not get your total deliverance in God, the destiny in God that he has for your life until you become a total worshiper true worshiper of God. You see, a lot of what God has done in our lives, the change in our character, our our personalities, the victories that we celebrate are tied to worship. Our worship is an expression, listen, of what God has done in our lives. I sing because... I I thank him. I sing because I know where I was, amen. I I sing because I know what he's done in my life. I I sing because, you know what, he is good, he is faithful, amen, and I will shout, amen. You know what, I may not hold a a note, amen. You may not like the way I sound, but I don't care, hallelujah. I'm here to worship God, amen, anywhere, anyhow, amen. I will sing praises to his name. The second part of 2 Corinthians 2.18 says this, Being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord. You see, how we treat the presence of God determines what we become in God. How you treat the presence of God is what we become in God. Incredible changes take place, church, when we become true worshipers. There is something about getting into the presence of God. Is there something when you become a true worship of God, amen, that that God just starts to change some things within our lives. Can somebody say amen? amen? So you can remain the same year after year, singing the same songs that we put on our monitors, or you can sing, church, with understanding that connects you to victory. Otherwise, we'll look like the person or the church that is described In 2 Timothy 3, 5, of having a form of godliness, but denying its power. See, worship is not something you learn from a worship workshop. You don't learn that. No, no, no. It's something that is developed inside of you. From a heart of love, reverence, and gratitude. People sing because they're happy. Come on. And when you have that love for God, you'll sing. It doesn't matter how you sound. Well, I don't want to sing, but don't make fun of me. We're going to make fun of you anyway. Amen. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, we sing. Amen. I had my best concerts by myself in the shower many times. In the car by myself. Amen. man. I'm just having a great time with the Lord. It doesn't matter how I look, it doesn't matter what the person at the stoplight's saying. I'm raising my hands, closing my eyes and they can say, this guy's, I don't know what's going on, man, He must be playing a great song or something's happening, but come on, we see how the world reacts, right? With their thumping sound <laughs> Oh, you know, you used to do that before too. Well why can't we thump for Jesus? <laughs> Come on, why can't we blast our own worship songs and songs for the, for our Lord, amen, and just sing? Come on, there's something that you gotta understand, it's developed inside of us, it becomes into our heart of love, reverence, and everything. See, Christianity is not some, a, a religious form, amen. Uh, there, there's a structure, amen, uh, but it's based on faith that is found in the heart of a worshiper. Though all things have to have to be done decently and, and in order, church, but our praise is to be done with understanding, not just what we do in our service. It's not a it's just not a, a part of the agenda of our service. Oh yeah, they they have praise and worship, amen. They they sing three or four songs or whatever it may be, whatever the format is, amen. Now, it's just something that you know this is something to make you just get everybody going and flowing. And no, 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 no. It's it's it flows from our hearts. It's a very important part of our service. In fact, unless worship touches the heart, listen, it can become a form of entertainment. Where we can be part of without ever changing our hearts. See, the church today can dangerously fall into entertainment instead of worship. Entertainment instead of warfare you know that worship is warfare? It's warfare, church. The devil hates worship. You want to get rid of the devil? Just play some worship. Start singing unto the Lord, amen. All of us, no matter who you are, there should be a special song in your heart. That song that when you're going through a hard time, man, you just start to sing. It just connects you to the Father. And when it connects you to the Father, it connects you to victory. And, and, and there's just a sense of, of belonging. You start, to, you start to just fall in love, amen. And, you know, they used to send the worshipers before the, 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 the warriors. Worship confuses the enemy. Come on, confuse the enemy, just start to worship God, amen. Come on, it's not entertainment, it's worship, amen. It's warfare, we're making war in the heavenlies, when we start to worship God, we're making war in the heavenlies. We're tearing down high things that try to exalt against the knowledge of Christ. Amen. We're kicking out the devil. Amen. Saying, you can't kick back here. You're going to have to leave. While the church can be busy enforcing their forms of worship, we can easily forget that Christianity is not a form, but it's a, something with the heart, church. Everything that we do, everything that will ever become, church, flows from the heart. Worship must come from the heart. And when it does, church, it connects you to victory. There's a connection of victory, church. When it's flowing from your heart, and we're not just singing to sing, but we're singing because it's in our hearts. You ever catch that one brother and sister that keeps singing when the music's already over? That dude was just flowing from the heart, Amen. And I love you, Lord. Everybody's just, <laughs> he's, he's just lost. That, that, that's just, that, that person's tapped in, amen. He wants to go a little bit longer. It's, it's a connection, amen, that brings entertainment or, or victory within our lives, amen. It's easy to get caught up in the flow of church. Come on, somebody say Amen. It's easy just to get up and and then just clap the hands, amen, and raise our hands and and feel that we're worshiping uh, because we joined in, amen. uh, But if not, if it doesn't come from the heart church, uh, it's just a show. Just like Brother Gary said, we're we're not just coming to church. We're we're coming to make warfare. We're coming to revive us. We're coming, man, uh, to be reminded of who he is. And what a great place to start that in worship of who God is. Because when we start to participate, we start to cultivate. Come on, when we start to participate, uh, we start to cultivate. We cultivate the presence of God, amen. We get into the, enjoy the, the benefits of God moving in you and through you. Come on, when you participate and just jump on in, amen, then God can work inside of you. How many want to touch from God in this place? Participate. My wife opened the altar for you to participate. She says, come if you want to touch. Come. And, 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 you know, from our, our own perspective, I'm okay. From my own perspective, we, I don't want to go up there. From my own perspective, I'm going cool right here. Can I just do it from here? And yeah, you can do it from there. But when you start to take steps of faith, and there's something that you need, God, I need a touch from you. No better place than the altar of God. No better place than to participate where God's moving and watch what God does. When you step out in faith, God, God starts to move in you and through you, church. See, in the Old Testament, God ordained that the people should carry the presence of the Lord on their shoulders this is the tabernacle of Moses here, amen. First Chronicles 15, 15, it says that, and the children of the Levites bore the, the ark of God on their shoulders and by its poles, and Moses had commanded them according to the word of the Lord. They see, the, the presence of God was so powerful, but it was not for those who are not participating. It was not for those who were not cultivating. It was not for those who had no understanding. See, we gotta understand, church, we must grow deeper in worship, amen, in order to have victory over Satan, uh, to have victory over this flesh, uh, to have victory over our struggles. Did you know if you're having a bad day, amen, uh, or got a bad report from the doctor, or, or you know what, you're, you're feeling sick, that if you just simply worship God, you can feel better. See, David worshiped, amen, and King Saul got peace from the tormenting spirits. Paul and Silas uh, worship in their midnight hour and got liberated. Things happen in the midst of worship, church. Come on, when you get into the presence of God, then victory, your victory shout comes back, amen. And you start to be, you start to stand up and say, why am I moping? Why am I worrying?" amen? God is good. God is faithful, amen. God is going to get us through, hallelujah. See, let's look at the tabernacle of David and how it ties to the church today. See, the tabernacle of David in the Old Testament is tied to the new church in the New Testament. The tabernacle of David was set up during his 40-year reign, amen. It was different from the tabernacle of Moses. The tabernacle of David finds its way into the book of Acts, the New Testament church. And this is how it ties to us today, church. The tabernacle of David became part of the revelation of God in the New Testament church concerning that he wanted his church, somebody say my church or our church, to be like his. In Acts chapter fifteen sixteen, it says this, After this I will return and I will rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. I will rebuild its ruins and I will set it up. You see, God wanted something from David's tabernacle to be attached to, To the New Testament church. To our church here today. God likes something a little bit more in David's tabernacle uh, tabernacle than what Moses had in it. See, David, you got to consider with me with David, amen. Uh, David, above all things, was a worshiper. Come on, he was a worshiper. He was a very good Worshipper, amen. He was considered a, a man after God's own heart, amen. He was a man who pleased and loved and worshiped God. A, a man who had emotions tied to his prayer and to his worship. God loved this man. A man who wrote those, all those wonderful psalms that we read today. A man who was at ease in the presence of God. Church, this is what a true worshiper looks like. Listen, the tabernacle of David represents a man who loved God with all his heart, mind, strength, and soul. And he demonstrated the love through a heart of worship. Worship connected him to the victories in his life. Come on, we all know the story of David. We all know him as a little boy who slain the giant, a, a boy who became a king of Israel. But David was a worshiper all his life. David's worship embarrassed his wife. Come on, and told her, you think I'm crazy now, girl? You've got to wait. I'm going to get more crazier. She despised him for his open worship. And because of that, listen, she was unable to have kids. She became barren. And here's a man who was excited because the ark of the Lord was being brought back to the city, amen. And he danced before the Lord. Because he loved the Lord. Let me ask you a question here. I wonder how many spouses in the church today get embarrassed of their spouses worshiping and dancing before God. Come on. Can you imagine just coming and say, babe, don't go crazy, okay? Calm down, amen. Come on. Don't embarrass me, okay? Come on. I'm a guest speaker here, so don't, don't go crazy, all right? Don't do the bunny hop. You know, don't, don't, don't. Please. And listen, because of that, I wonder if they are barren, listen, in the things of God. Wondering why they don't seem to get their breakthrough, church. Uh, But if they simply worship God uh, and uh, and be reminded of who we worship and who God is uh, and understand that, uh, how we worship Him, that we will have some victory in our lives. Amen. And understand that He fights for us. Amen. uh, That we are overcomers. What? Through the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Come on. Remember those old songs, I'm so glad Jesus set me free. Come on. uh, I'm so glad Jesus, I was once this, I was once that. Amen. But Jesus set me free. Amen. Come on, we used to sing these simple songs with just our hands clapping and a couple of uh, tambourines. Amen. And that was it. There was no worship team like this. Just hands and men and women singing with all their hearts. Remember that church there in Maywood, right? Sister Bloom. Bunch of drug addicts, homeboys, lifting their hands. Singing, couldn't hold a note. I'm so glad Jesus set me free. Oh, man, but they were singing. Oh, they were singing, amen. They were singing, amen. And let me tell you, tears were flowing from their faces. And they were singing because they they knew what God did for them. And they were worshiping God, and we were singing these simple songs, amen. There's some great songs today, church. But just like that song we, we sang earlier. I sing praises to his name. Oh, God, I sing praises to his name. For he is great in his name. is worthy to be. Come on. Those are simple songs that just get you into the presence of God. You know, we have songs today. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. Come on. He changes what seems good from bad to good. Amen. I'm going to sing a victory, man. I may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. they are great songs as well, amen. But when you start to truly understand what worship means, it, it, it gets you into the presence of God. And you can believe that you are an overcomer. You can believe that victory is on your side. You can believe that you can see victory. Our fellowship in this church, we were taught early to desire the presence of God. What builds strong churches is a desire for his presence. And his presence that touches hearts, it'll touch every heart as we gather together. And that's why it's so important for us, amen, to really tap in as we go into our our conference, amen, that we go in there, man, with a desire to, to worship God, a desire to get into his presence. I've seen a lot of people say all the right things and have all the right moves, but they have no heart for God. Church, it's easy to sit back and get comfortable. It's easy, amen, to to just relax in church, amen, but we need to understand that we, we as a church, we as individuals carry the presence of God on our shoulders. It's our voices lifted up and our our hands raised and our hearts joined together with one another that makes for true worshipers. We must worship in spirit and in truth, church. God wanted the tabernacle of David. God wanted the worshiping of David, the expression of David to be part of the New Testament church. He wants that for our church today. This is what God wants to restore in us. A spirit of worship. A spirit of worship, church. Worship will just start to do something inside of you. It'll bring a your zeal back you'll bring your fight back like i said before it'll bring your bounce back your dance back amen there's no shame there's no nothing and when you're in the presence of god you, you don't you have a spirit that i don't i'm gonna worship god i don't care just like david did david didn't care amen david danced in his tarantarans i mean he just let all he just he, i'm gonna dance amen I don't want anybody dancing with their tanataras here, amen, but you know know what I mean. I want you to be free. If the Lord's saying jump, if if the Lord's telling you to spin, then do it. Let me tell you, no one else is going to be looking at you because they're going to be doing the same thing if we are truly in the presence of God. Coming uh, my way that I look. Sometimes I'll take a look just to see where everybody's at. Even, but I don't want to be distracted. I, I want to be in the presence of God. I want all that God has for me, God. I, I want. I want. I need some worship. I need some praise in my spirit. I, I need to. I need to. I need to get into Your presence. And so I'll, 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 I'll step in, in front of you in to get away from you guys. And so I just want to, I want to get in the presence of God. So I'll step a little couple steps forward here and worship God right here. That way I can just focus on him. I said, God, I want some. Yeah, I I got to minister God. I I need to do the things and, and he uses me and he ministers to me as I'm preaching. Amen. But, but I want the presence. I, I need to tap into the presence of God. God, I want some changes. I want some things broken, amen. I don't want to stand in your way. I don't want to be all me, amen. I want it to be all you. And so I want i want some of that. I want some of that. And, and that's what God wants to restore inside of us, amen. He wants to give us our song. He wants to give us our shout, amen. He wants to give us our dance. He, he wants to give us those things in our lives, amen, that, that we can stand in victory, church. We can be reminded in victory, amen. Because when you start to dance, amen, then something happens inside, church. And you're reminded of how good he is and how faithful he is. That's why it says, amen, uh, that, you know what, don't, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything and tell him what you need, uh, and he'll bring a peace that surpasses all understanding. God will bless you, amen, because then you're reminded of all that he's done. Has he done something in your life, church? Has he been good to you? Come on, uh, what then takes away your praise? What then uh, helps? Uh, are you going to let the enemy rob you from that? Or say, you know what, I'm going to sing again. There's some of us here today, we're not singing like we used to sing. Come on, we, we see the songs, we, we do a little song, we, we're reminded of it, but we're not getting, pressing into it. Because when you can press into that, then it connects you back to the Father. When you're connected back to the Father, then victory starts to rise up inside of you, church. And this is what God wants us to have. He gave us this banner way before this, we entered this year of 2020. He gave me this banner in 2019, knowing that we're going to need some victory in 2020. I didn't know what was to come. I didn't know this was going to happen, but I knew that we needed some victory. The Lord says, you're going to need some victory. Don't lose your praise. Don't lose your shout. Don't lose those things inside of you that that remind me and connect me with with me. Connect you back to the Father. Don't don't, don't let nothing rip you off. Protect what you have, church. And one of the things that you can protect what God has given you and remind you what he's done is to worship him. Worship him. That's why James 5.13 says, if anyone's happy, got any happy people here? Let him sing songs of praise. Come on, Psalms 95 verse 1 says, Come and let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to him with thanksgiving. And let us sing songs of praise to him. Church, uh, he's calling us to make a joyful noise unto him. In Psalms 150 verse 1 through 6, it says this. David wrote this, and this is why he says this is how we need to worship church. He says, Praise the Lord. Praise God in his temple. Praise His his, his, uh, mighty heavens, amen. Uh, 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 Praise Him for His strength. Praise Him for His greatness. Uh, Praise Him with a trumpet blast, amen. Praise Him with harps. Uh, Praise Him with tambourines and dancing. Uh, Praise Him with string instruments and flutes. Uh, Praise the Lord with loud cymbals, amen. Uh, Praise with clashing cymbals, amen. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Hallelujah, amen. Uh, Come on, some of us, amen. Uh, We need to just start just, just hitting some things, amen. Come on. I lost my mic. My sons tell me, don't touch my drums. Come on, make a loud noise unto the Lord. Sing unto the Lord. Amen. Make a joyful noise. It doesn't matter how it sounds. Amen. But if you're excited for God, amen, and you want to get into his presence, and you want some changes and breakthroughs, and if you want victory, church, then you're going to have to learn how to sing once again from your heart. Psalms 100 verse 2 says, Worship the Lord with gladness and come before him singing. With joy. Psalms 149, verse 1 says, uh, Sing the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing praises in the assembly of the faithful. God's calling us back to the church to gather to worship. Because you know what happened? When this thing struck and we went home and they shut down, the enemy took away our worship. We may have seen, and if you're really tapped in, then your worship's not gone. But let me tell you, when we gathered, there's something powerful. And he took some of that from those that are weakened, those that were not strong, those that you may not see here today. That was his tactic. That was his strategy. But we missed it when God told us to go home because he wanted us to sit at his feet and us to get back into his presence because we as a church lost it. And now he's calling us back and says, get into my presence and worship me once again. I believe the Lord sent the church home for us to refocus. And for those to come back, and I've been reminded, God, I need to get back into your presence more. I need more of your word. and God, I need to worship you. See, I'm a worshiper in spirit, church. That's my that is my calling is to worship God I remember when I first got saved my my my, my thing is God I want to worship you I want to worship you and I desire so much to be on the worship team and God gave me the heart of my desires amen because I knew I just where I wasn't there to entertain I was there because God I just want to worship you I want to praise you i want I want to shout I want to jump i want uh I did some crazy things, but I, I didn't care, man. I jumped, I ran around the church, amen. And they would just say, there goes art again. <laughs> but that was me. And it still is me. I want to go back to that. Because I was so happy there. I was so free. Now we're so, Now oh, we can't do that now, brother all running today no 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 now we can't even touch each other you know <laughs> but no, let's get back into his presence church let's be free let me tell you it's so much better being free than tied down that's why paul and silas they were tied down they weren't complaining they weren't complaining in that jail cell they weren't complaining they weren't staring at each other you know, Silas didn't look at Paul and said, man, this is the last time I do an outreach with you, man. <laughs> That's what they're doing. They're doing an outreach and they get thrown in jail. But they looked at each other and said, you know what? What are we going to do? Let's worship. And they started singing whatever songs that they knew, amen, at that time. They were, that meant something to them. And these two brothers just started to, to rock the house. And then God literally rocked the house. See, something happened. There was a shift took place in their imprisonment see there's something that needs to take place in your life some of us are in prison within ourselves and within society we're scared of the government and all this stuff no no there's only one government that we're under and that is God that is God come on church and we've come under his jurisdiction church and we have the authority to speak what we need to speak and God will give us victory church it's time for us to stand and be that church. Can somebody say amen? amen? See, our opening text, amen, as I close in Psalms 47 7, it says, For God is king of all the earth. Sing praises, listen, with understanding. If we are to stand in victory, then we, say I, must go deeper in worship. Worship equals victory, church. Say that with me. Worship. Equals victory. Come on, when you're going through a, a, a bad day or having a bad day or going, start to worship and victory will come. Come on, let's not be a spectator. Because when we do, we'll never be fully delivered or never fully enter the, de- the, de- uh, the, the, the destiny that God has for each and one of us. Amen. It's until you become a true worshiper of God and you desire his presence. You know what? I, I think of Michael W. Smith. Amen. An old song. And we used to sing before, amen. I think he nailed it in the heart of worship. Where it says, I'm going back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. He says, I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made it when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'll bring you more than a song. For a song in itself is not what you require. You search much deeper within through the ways things appear. You're looking into my heart. We need to go back to the heart of worship church and sing with understanding to who we sing to. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand up. Hallelujah.